0: Thank you. Welcome to Muscle Science for Women podcast. This is you're, your host.
1: You're doing so great. I was trying to do
0: it like so. <laughs> I was trying to be you and you, like do so
1: formally. And I just you can't keep You did such a, a great face. job. You did such a great job. That's Rachel. I She's the Rachel. best co host <laughs> podcast intro or in the game. And this over here is Ashley. I'm barely awake. So. Luck, I'm kind guys. of barely
0: awake too, but <clears throat> I mean, Ugh. like I, I'm not going to lie. I did have to have some extra caffeine before we got on this mm. call. Cause I had a okay. basketball game till nine thirty last night and my bedtime is like eight thirty. So, you know,
1: <sighs> do you have a harder time sleeping when you do sports late at oh, night? Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: I I'm hard. taking the hit like every Tuesday. I know that like sleep is just going to be, rough because we have games every tuesday night and the last few weeks have been like set like eight o'clock games and then i don't get home until whatever i have to shower and then of course i have to have some protein ice cream afterwards because like obviously obviously and then yeah my body's like hey whoa like we need some a few hours to calm down and and that's a reason too like why i don't like recommending working out past a certain hour for most people um but there's nothing yeah. really I can do with the basketball thing because that's
1: when it is. Yeah. So I've been lower on the coffee the last couple of days because I got my teeth professionally whitened a couple of days mm. ago because I just felt like it because, you know, that's cool. I don't know. I, I felt like it. And I drink a lot of coffee and I was like, maybe this will make me just feel refreshed. And I went to like a dentist's office where they do the whole, like, put the stuff on your teeth and you have to have that like horrible thing in your mouth that keeps your mouth oh, open yeah. for like an hour and it was very uncomfortable and very unpleasant. But hmm. see everybody looks really yeah, like look, whites. They look nice. They're fresh. They look good. I mean you know it's not like they're not like I think a lot of people with money or famous people or get like fake teeth now that look good on TV, but like in real life, it's like no one has teeth that look like that. Those are those are obviously <laughs> way too perfect to be human teeth. And mine are still human teeth. They're just, you know, whiter human teeth. I feel good about it. But I couldn't mm-hmm. like, you know, I di- I'm not supposed to have foods that are like dyed. Like you can't just like mm-hmm. go home and like eat tomato sauce and blackberries squash. and coffee and stuff. I'm pretty sure squash would be fine, but <laughs> you wouldn't well, be able actually, to do it.
0: Kabocha squash like <clears throat> stains my teeth. Really? Huh. Yeah. If okay. I don't like brush them every day, which I do, but I <laughs> notice sometimes like the cuz it's like super orange. Sometimes it's, like even more deep orange than a sweet potato. Okay. And that can definitely well, stay you on might, so. might want
1: to get your teeth professionally whitened someday to get yeah. that kabocha off. Who knows? I don't know, anyway. But I'm happy Sometimes with the I'll results, just save it for later. It was a nice, yeah, it was a nice treat. Um, but yeah, I've been a little bit lower on the caffeine the couple days, the last couple days, and uh, yeah, it was just as I was telling you offline, just like rotating sickness in my family. It's like the classic when you oh, have yeah. a toddler that goes to preschool and just everyone is ill, and I just have been dealing with that. So I feel kind of crappy. Um, but you know, what else is new? You just got to take care of yourself. But I really have been practicing what I preach. I've taken on a couple new clients in the last couple of weeks. And you know, this very common, it's so funny because so many, I think similar with, with your clients too, like so many of them either listen to the podcast or found us through the podcast or whatever. And whenever I'm talking to them, they're often bringing up, like, I know you said in the podcast, blah, 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 but I mm-hmm. did something else or whatever. Like they're always like, they know what I'm going to say because they've listened to us talk so much. And, you know, one of these things is about if you're busy and you're inconsistent and you've got all kinds of stuff going on and you're trying to get fit and you have the super stressful lifestyle, I'm always like, chill out and walk more, move more, move your body more. If you're walking 2000 steps a day, I think you should walk before you should try to do a workout. In a lot of cases, like just try to move your body more. Absolutely. And I've been really like taking this to heart the last like week or two. Cause I just have been like so low energy and just feel so crappy. And I know when it's, I'm sick enough that I'm like, I really shouldn't be moving. I should be sleeping, but I know the threshold of like a nice little walk is going to help me, you know, and it's really all I should be doing. I don't think I should be like pushing it too hard. Um, so I've really been like forcing mm-hmm. myself to go out and like take some nice little walks, and it's been nice. Um, it's funny you say that
0: yeah no it's it's funny you say that because yesterday in um my flex fam call we have like weekly zoom calls and one of our newer members who joined like a few weeks ago she we do like wins and struggles i'm like share some wins and struggles and she one of her wins was that she had kind of like this epiphany um just being in the program for a few weeks and realizing that like from the beginning i told her i was like listen she she wants to do all the things she wants to do the training program in the flex band she wants to do wanted to do like her continued group uh training things cardio all the things and i was like just trust yourself trust the program just follow the lifting and walk Mm -hmm. and like take a step back from everything extra and she was like in just three weeks she has had a complete epiphany shift from like the last few years of just feeling like she needs to do more and more and more to get better results. And she was like, I feel so much better from like just an energy standpoint, a mental standpoint, like just overall, her body is just like let go of so much stress because she's like trying to not do as much as she was. And she's already seen great results within just a few weeks. And I was like, when I had that epiphany a few years ago, it was like complete game changer. So again, it's just knowing when to take a step back, knowing how beneficial just literally walking outside in the sun can be, mm-hmm. lifting heavy shit and not mm-hmm. doing like hours of cardio and HIT training and all the things we always talk about. There's a huge benefit from mm-hmm. that. So yep. Just wanted to share because
1: yeah. It takes a important. long time it
0: takes a lot to like let go of that. Yes. You know? Like yep. it doesn't just happen overnight. And yep. even with this member, she's like, it's been a few weeks and yeah, everything is not going to be like a hundred percent 180. But for me, it took probably like a full year to really realize once I started to see like the benefits and the results. Yep. Um, So anyway, anybody who's listening and you're like feeling like you always need to go, go, go and do more, take a step back and think about like, okay, well, has that been working for you in the past?
1: As <laughs> mm-hmm. mm-hmm. if it
0: hasn't then there's a reason for it anyway yep that's my 100%. that's my whatever soap bop is that what you call it bop soap bop soap bop i don't know like when you
1: say something and it's called getting on your soap box, box? soap bop box. i don't know the box. you're too young or something i don't know how what. Soap i don't box. know what. okay whatever we'll just, i'll we're just gonna it. We're, yeah we're just gonna ease, ease right past that anyway it's what we say all day, every day to everybody. And interestingly enough, segue, um, last week, I did something that I haven't done in a really long time, which is I was asked to participate in this sort of corporate wellness summit, um, for interestingly enough, a law firm in Philadelphia. Um, it was a colleague of mine that is so weird, but I had worked with her not in the fitness world in the wellness world in Bermuda years ago when I lived there. And she has, she's now doing this like public speaking, wellness speaking for corporations and stuff. And she reached out to me to talk to this firm about, um, just, it was very, very vague. She's like, I'm going to have a fitness person and a nutrition person, and you're going to be the fitness person. So what do you think? And I had like three days to like come up with something, but of course, based on our work, I already kind of have some basic things sort of lined up. Mm -hmm. And I ended up really kind of talking about The sort of the biggest obstacles or pitfalls that I see in busy type A, high performing professionals that, that stall or, you know, impede their progress to whatever their fitness and health goals are and how to fix it. And I kind of set it up in this way of like, here's the problem, here's how to fix it. Because if I just went into this group of people who are busy and stressed and and a lot of them probably not fitness minded people, it was just like, hello, you should recover properly after you work out and you should go for walks or like i don't care yeah. like i'm bored by this but if i say like hey here are the things that i know a lot of you are probably doing thinking you're helping you're actually not it's wasting your time and you're a busy person so let's reframe it and figure out how to be more effective um and so yeah and i mean i talked a lot about like one of the big pitfalls is prioritizing um hard workouts over effective ones right like this concept we've talked about a million times about if you know you're not sweating and dying and sore and your heart rate's up for an hour you didn't get a good workout like so talking about the difference between perceived difficulty and what is actually mm-hmm. an effective and efficient workout and i talked about folks not prioritizing daily movement and how much more that moves the needle for your health and your body composition than your 1 hour workout 3 days a week um and i talked about recovery and some stuff like that so it was really cool and it was really nice to just get out of, there's nothing wrong. I love our community, but it's nice to talk to some, some people who are different and outside of the community for once, because I am Mm -hmm. kind of used to speaking to people who I think to a certain degree already get it and are already bought in. And so talking to a completely different group of people and having them kind of be interested and ask questions, I thought was, it was really cool. So it was a fun opportunity, but the nutrition speaker came on afterwards and I, you know, I'm going to be diplomatic here because I don't know, maybe she listens to this podcast. I don't know. <laughs> but it was funny because when the moderator was was introducing me, it was like, yeah, Ashley, you know, Muscle Science for Women, blah, blah. She wrote these two cookbooks and you know, the titles of them are, it's very obvious what my stance is for nutrition. Yeah. And as you can probably guess, because she was a popular sort of mainstream nutrition person, she was very plant-based. And yeah. so I had to kind of sit through her talk where, you know, she was saying like green vegetables are the most nutrient dense foods on the planet. And red meat is on her. Exactly. That's the face I made. And then, you know, she had her like nutrition pyramid and red meat was at the very top of the pyramid, right underneath like fries and Coke and wine and stuff. And so she was very much, she wasn't, you know, I have to give credit where it's due. She wasn't a vegan. She did talk about protein. She definitely stressed like fish and lean meat and also non-animal protein sources but if i could at least take a couple like good things away from it she's like whole foods you know unprocessed foods drink your water whatever but she's talking about spirulina tablets and stuff and i'm like guys mm-hmm. Like you don't have to make it this complicated. And it, and so it it's like kind of steamrolled this whole like rant that I put in my newsletter this week. And I really don't do newsletters as much as I, I should, but I just like, I felt compelled to like really actually give my sassy opinion for once. Cause I feel like I'm generally too diplomatic online. Cause I just, I don't care to add to arguments that are already, mm-hmm. there's too many voices anyway. But I just feel like the conversation around nutrition right now in mainstream media is so lazy. It's so lazy. Like mainstream media has decided that plant-based eating is good and everything else should be either minimized or taken out altogether. And so, you know, I'm looking at these articles and it's like how to get more protein in your diet. And they talk to a vegan nutritionist and these articles talking about like, is the carnivore diet stupid or not. And they talk about the liver King and it's like, you're not, you're not actually trying to see the nuance or the reality of the situation. All you're doing is pick like cherry picking the most like clickbait top, you know, Google search people and things. And then just writing an article based on it, like talk to real people. Yeah. It's just lazy. And so anyway, I was just like, I'm like, I'm not surprised. And this person, I'm sure she's lovely. And I'm sure she helps people with their health. You know, like there's a lot of things she said that were good, but I'm just like, I'm not even a little bit surprised that you, in your very brief time talking about health to a bunch of busy people, instead of talking about whole foods and protein, she didn't mention protein being important once it was all vegetables. It was all green juice and vegetables and spirulina tablets. I'm like, these people have time to go buy spirulina tablets. Like have them eat something nutrient dense, have a steak. You know, like I just anyway, so obviously fired up about it still. But I guess what it comes down to and what I wrote in my little rant is like at the end of the day, if this stuff is going to be lazy there, you know, you have your own little tiny corner of the world and influence, even if it's just your close friends or your family and you just have to like do your own research, your own due diligence, your own personal experience and live the best, healthiest life you can, however that looks for you and help the people around you when they ask for it, and try not to get too pissed off by how Mm -hmm. dysfunctional the world is. (laughs) The end. Hey, everybody, just interrupting the podcast real quick to tell you about our new show sponsor, CanadianProtein.com. And American listeners, don't fast forward. This does apply to you, too. You guys know that everything's done online now. You don't go to a store to buy things, do you? I mean, we're all just doing this online now. And Canadian Protein is actually where I have been getting my creatine monohydrate, which we talk about a lot in the podcast, widely, widely used widely accepted as a really, really good muscle building recovery supplement that everyone can benefit from. And it's very inexpensive at Canadianprotein.com, really good quality. It's also where I get a lot of my whey protein. Um, I have a bunch of different companies that I use uh, for protein to be honest, but this is where I go when I want like protein powder that tastes like chocolate hazelnut or protein powder that tastes like cinnamon buns because they just have a ton of options. Um, whatever suits your dietary requirements, whatever suits your tastes and preferences, it's really, really well-priced. It's really good quality. I think anybody listening knows that the state of the sort of supplement and and fitness supplement industry, especially in the States, honestly, it, there's not a lot of regulation. There's not a lot of quality control. Um, this company tends to be really, really transparent and really good quality and really well-priced. Um, So it's just another good resource to add to your sort of arsenal when you're looking for maybe it's sleep supplements. I get my L-theanine through Canadian protein. Um, Whatever you're looking for, they probably have it and it's good quality and it's for a good price. So what they do have as a good offer is over $99 in Canada, you get free shipping which is easy to do when you're buying supplements and protein powders. And in the States, if you spend over $149, you get free shipping. They always have monthly discounts, deals, specials that you can take advantage of. Um, But as I said, it's where I have been getting my fun, delicious protein and my creatine for years. So I'm excited to partner with them. I'm excited to provide some resources for those of us up North who sometimes have to pay just crazy prices to get what the Americans are getting um, all the time. But as I said, Americans can take advantage of this too. It's a great, great company. Um, and go try some new stuff. Try some new protein powder. Have fun with it. Do some baking. Have some delicious shakes. Get buff. That's what life's all about. All right. Canadianprotein.com. We'll put the link in the show notes and I'll, uh, I'll put it up on social media for you guys to take advantage. And let me know if you try it and what you think. I have nothing to add. I agree
0: um so yeah that's that. that's the best word for it lazy
1: uninformed Yeah, you know and not willing to baity. not willing to be more informed like i know like of course i'm reading this and being kind of petty and like why won't they talk to someone like me because i'm not popular enough i'm not a big enough name i don't do ridiculous things on the internet so yeah. they don't see me and it's not even just me like i can name a half dozen colleagues who some are much more popular than me. Some less so, but more educated and would help a lot of people. But they're not the liver king, so they they are on your radar. It's just it's stupid. Anyway, yeah. All right. <laughs> so that's that. What's going on with you besides eating one one Starburst to oh fuel a basketball game?
0: You weirdo. Well, actually, it was one Starburst to fuel my leg day, and then, then you five had the hours other later. One.
1: Exactly. I was sitting
0: there and I had it in my bag because I used the same bag, the gym bag. I just transferred over my basketball stuff. And I was like, I need a little something to wake up and there was an extra Starburst there. So it just worked out perfectly. I think and you then can, of course what?
1: I think you can agree that uh like that twenty calorie or whatever Starburst, like that's not actually fueling anything. It's like oh, yeah. it's like morale it's boost. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah.
0: For a hundred percent. Okay. Or, and maybe just like a little bit of a you know, in because you boost. do have the yeah. sugar in your glucose in your mouth that you know triggers your brain a little bit, both mentally and um, whatever. So, yeah, I was just kind of sitting there. I was like, Oh, I thought it was funny, so that's why I took a picture.
1: Um, <laughs> I love though, I love our but... interaction where I'm just like, So, you're a psycho. I know you didn't eat that entire two starburst package. You're like, How did you know? I'm like, Because I know. That you're a it's psycho. funny because anyway. you knew
0: that that was like it was two <laughs> and I posted the two package the two hundred percent
1: hundred percent new.
0: um what's going right. on with me um so since we last recorded I think I had just finished kind of like my miniature cut <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: yeah <laughs> not to be um, confused so after with that,
0: mini cut. yeah not to be confused after that I just kind of went back to maintenance um and I've I've kept my, uh, movement. So speaking of walking, I've kept my movement very, very high. Um, and I've just kind of been leaning a bit more on like hunger signals, all that stuff. Um, and I've been eating like a lot. Um, and for the last three to four weeks, pretty much just maintained since I like, I'm a little bit like a little bit up on the scale, but that's just like water weight and more food in my gut, all that stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, but I've been feeling good. I'm just really like right now just leaning into the energy flux like high energy flux meaning mm-hmm. high movement movement meaning walking outside like my steps are averaging like 14 15k a day like yesterday nice. I ended with 20k but that was obviously because of basketball right um so with my higher movement I want to make sure that I'm fueling myself appropriately especially with not being in a deficit anymore and trying to you know get that all balanced out so that's pretty much what I've been doing, just kind of hanging
1: out. And the digestion's um, good. And that's that yeah. part of it has been, yeah, good.
0: Yeah. I um I've been well, one thing actually is a little bit newer. I've just been experimenting with kind of switch, still adding more variety, right? To like lunches and dinners. Breakfast has kind of been the same. Like I have like a yogurt bowl with frozen berries and some nuts and seeds and then like the element chocolate. I just like really enjoy that right now and it keeps me full for a while. And it's a good pre-workout because it digests easily. Um, but I've taken out eggs and egg whites for a little while. And that's mainly just because since I'm not eating that for breakfast anymore for lunch, I'm now having like fish or chicken or beef with a veggie and starch or, uh, um, squash. I'm like blanking on the word squash. How can I blank on that? word? word. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, and then of course, cause it's like, get becoming fall. I've been doing like more stews and soups for dinner, which I really enjoy with more squash in it. (laughs) So yeah, I've been taking, I take, I took eggs out just kind of like inadvertently just want to like switch things up. Um, So I'm curious taking those out for a little while and bringing them back in. If I notice anything different, I haven't Mm -hmm. necessarily noticed anything like maybe a little bit better digestion and that could just be because I ate eggs so much for so long. And it's yeah. one of those things where like, when you don't add diversity into your, your diet with certain things that are prone to be a little bit more, um, sensitive for some people, like eggs are a known sensitivity yeah. for, for people. So, um, or like dairy, for example. So I'm just curious to see like, if I, when I bring those back in, if I notice anything different, so I will keep, keep our own posted. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm interested to hear about that. And I like, I'm sort of unwilling to do that myself because eggs are so I love them so much. And they're Mm -hmm. they're so easy. Yeah, they're so easy. It would make me so sad. Like if I stopped for a week, and like, I don't know, just my health somehow skyrocketed, I would be so depressed because I love eggs so much. But Um, Yeah. yeah, I mean, I think it is good to your point, even stuff that you do tolerate. Well, I think it's still good to kind of like cycle in and out, like you said, for diversity purposes and variety purposes and stuff. So
0: actually Um, speaking of eggs, I just want to mention this because I think this is something too, for everybody to know. Um, I had posted this on my Instagram, like last week, um, just as like an FYI. And it was something like, I forgot exactly what I said, but it was like, if you think two eggs for breakfast is enough protein, like you're highly mistaken. And a lot of people don't realize like two eggs is only 12 grams of protein. There's in one average egg, there's five grams of fat and six grams of protein. So if you're only having two eggs and like you're having that with like a piece of toast, that's not enough protein for breakfast. So you need to add some meat or some egg whites or some extra protein in there or, you know, have four eggs. Like if that's Mm -hmm. if you can tolerate four eggs, that's going to (laughs) be. Six times four is 24. Yeah. 24 grams of protein. I'm like, oh my God. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's good. That's that's a good amount. But I always like we always recommend at least, like I would say at least 30 grams of protein minimum, Mm -hmm. especially for breakfast. Like to start your day. Every Mm -hmm. single person in my eyes should be having like a minimum 30 grams of protein. Um, so yeah, just something to think about. Cause I think a lot of people think, oh, eggs are high in protein, but it's relative, right? Yeah. So yeah.
1: And you can just add like little bits here and there. Like I've been putting, I've been like mixing just a little bit, even like a quarter scoop of protein powder into my coffee just to make it like there a little you like go. mocha or something. And it's like, there you go, you topped it up. Like yeah. it doesn't have to be, it's like little tweaks here and there can make a big difference. Um 100%. it's funny because I with my not so many, but subtle cut. Yeah. I'm doing, I'm going like the opposite route because I'm really trying to rely on managing my food because my movement has been so poor. Um, and I mean, there's a tiny benefit there of like, I'm not exercising or moving as much. So I'm not as hungry and I've been sick. So I'm not as hungry. Um, with that said, I always have a healthy appetite. So, I mean, I'm still eating and I'm still eating enough, but at least it's not like I'm trying to work out two hours a day and eat a deficit, right? That's not happening. Um, but I'm kind of just hoping that like at some point things are going to calm down enough that I can start turning up the movement. And that will be like the second lever that I push because right now I just like, I'm not, you know, well, the last couple of days I've forced myself to go walk. I've been around nine, 10,000 steps, which I'm very happy with for me. That's very good. I'm averaging like two workouts a week, which is not, it's not, it doesn't make me happy, but it is what it is. Like I would be happier with a solid three to four. That would be perfect. That would be really nice and good for me, but it's just, it's not happening right now. So I've really been just having to pay more attention to the food and trying to sleep. Cause I know I'm not feeling well. So I'm trying to sleep more and really prioritizing that and just moving as much as I can throughout the day. Mm-hmm. And it's working, you know, like I feel good about it. I've lost, like I said, it's like, it's been, I think six weeks and I've lost like maybe five pounds. Like that's pretty good. I, you know, want to lose maybe another five total. Um, and I want to do it in a way that is again, sustainable. This really has not been very painful for me food wise. Um, and so I'm just going to kind of, it's just every couple of weeks, like the check in with the coach This is why coaches are so important. It's just sort of this like renewal of like, I've invested in this. I have a purpose. Mm -hmm. You know, things are going well. You can take stock of what worked, what didn't, and just like sort of like a renewal. Like this week, I'm like, okay, I don't think I have COVID. Pretty sure there's no COVID in my family. Um, My kid is finally sort of better and like not having hysterics every time I drop them off to preschool. Like maybe this week I will get, I will average nine, 10,000 steps a day. Maybe this week I'll get to the gym more than twice. I'm going to try. I'm just going to try. But the things you can control- you know, you can control what goes into your mouth. You can generally, hopefully, sort of control, like, trying to get good sleep. And mm-hmm. that's what I've been doing. So, again, it's not I have like... a question. Yeah.
0: Have you ever um, thought about getting a
1: walking pad for under yes. your desk? Yes. 100%. 100%. Okay. Alex and I have this conversation frequently. The only reason I don't currently have one is because. Like when I lived in the city, no problem, much easier to walk. I just, we've talked about this before. I'm not going for night walks on a country road in the dark. Yeah. It's not happening. And Especially I got a when it lot gets of, cold. Well, I mean, even the cold, I don't mind. It's just, I don't yeah. want to walk in the dark in the, like in the woods. Yeah. So, um, and but historically I get a lot of my walking hours in like after Magnus goes to sleep. So anyway, so when I lived in the city, steps were no problem here. Surprisingly enough, I like move out to the ocean. Mm-hmm. I actually am getting less steps, but the only reason I didn't get one is because in the summer, I was like, I don't want to make this, cr- like, I'm going to force myself. It's beautiful. It's sunny. I live by the ocean. I'm going to get my steps outside. But when the weather turns, I'm like, no brainer because a hundred percent, that's going to be beneficial to me. If I have yeah. to work a couple hours a day, walking slowly while I'm doing it, such yeah. a smart idea. And you can get these for like a couple hundred bucks. It's not really that expensive, right? Yeah. So-, so why don't you have one? Well, again, it's just like the weather literally like it's yeah. still kind of not, like it's we're literally in the process yeah. of like we should do this before the weather gets um before yeah. the weather gets crappy. So, yes, it's a really good, really good suggestion. And I'm definitely mm-hmm. going to do it because it makes me sad to not walk a lot like you. I like to walk mm-hmm. a lot. I like to do that. And I just I, I haven't been cutting it lately. So that will help me, I think, big time through the winter. Yeah,
0: for um, sure. And I think it's just something too that especially since you mentioned just like the timing and life and all that stuff mm-hmm. um i've had lots of clients who have gotten walking pads in the past few months and like they are so happy they're like i don't know why i didn't invest in this sooner because mm-hmm. again they're only a few hundred bucks you know they're so popular especially since covid happened mm-hmm. um and it can just be so easy to like put it on slow and like whether you're watching tv or just like like working on your laptop, things like that. I think it's super, like it's super beneficial. Or if you have a garage gym, you can get a treadmill. You can just get one of those like, or even just like a piece of wood where you bring your laptop down and you're just like Mm -hmm. doing work. Um, I think it can be super beneficial, especially if you live somewhere like you live, especially if it's getting colder and stuff i personally don't have a walking pad i've thought about it but mm. i'm like i don't need it because of where i live and yep. because again like you said like during the summer especially like i want to get outside hundred percent if i could choose between walking inside and outside hundred percent i recommend everybody walk outside because yes. there's nothing you can compare like just direct sunlight like that is mm-hmm. so beneficial as and part fresh of it air. and fresh air yeah i mean you have a little bit fresher than than i do but relatively speaking yeah <laughs> yeah um so I think th- that's definitely the reason why I haven't gotten one. Um, but I think it can be such a great investment. And yeah, the technology mm-hmm. nowadays is it's like a no-brainer. It's good. So Yeah,
1: yeah, I love it. So yeah, mm-hmm. so I mean, I will keep you posted. Like again, I'm doing this through the end of the year. So I've still got a solid two and a half months. And I, I know that, you know, this stuff can happen progressively. So like if I get to mid November and I'm like, eh, this, you know, I want to turn it up. I can turn it up like food wise. I can, you know, I'll get my walking pad and I'll be able to up those steps. Like there are always like levers you can pull. And right now what I've been doing has been relatively effective and really not overly stressful to my body or my mind. So it's great. And Mm -hmm. when that, that progress kind of, slows down, then we'll just we'll kick something else
0: up. But let's. Yeah. Oh, sorry. No, No, I'm just going to add one more thing here, too. Just as we're talking about, you know, like being in a deficit and things like that, especially for a woman, I think that people don't realize like there are actually like several studies and several anecdotal evidence that shows that women, because we are smaller than men, when we go into a deficit, our calories are have to be lower. Right. And so it's it's all relative, right? So the amount of calories you have to drop, especially if you're a smaller like petite woman, there the levers that you pull, walking and moving and, and expending energy from that standpoint, I think is so important even more so for women who are mm-hmm. s- like smaller more petite because mm-hmm. you just don't have the capacity to continue to pull and pull calories unless you want to be eating literally a 1000 calories a day. So we have to use that lever of the extra movement and be smart about it in the sense of like not going and doing, you know, tons of hit like we always talk about or like running, you know, miles and miles and miles, like be smart about that. And walking is just so freaking underrated. Like I can't even know, like, even when we were talking about in the beginning to bring this full circle with the people that you were talking to, when someone asked, sometimes like this past weekend, I was with a few people who weren't really like, Health focused, health really, but then they, they you know, they asked me a few questions. I was like, listen, if I the one the two things I tell everybody, if you're not like willing to track your food, if you're not willing to like do the things and you haven't done this in the past, eat your body weight and protein and go walk. Literally yes. those two things, like it's just so sorry, I'm like I'm I'm yes. heated now because
1: if you can do <laughs> I love those we both got fired up this episode. This is great.
0: Like everybody's like so focused on like let's do these, I don't know, like all the sexy we talk about this all the time. I'm like, listen, bro, chick, girl, whatever. Listen, girl bro, go for a walk. Go for a freaking walk and eat some damn protein and do that for months on end. And I promise you,
1: yes. You'll see results. Yes. But people want something that feels hard and they get immediate results in three weeks. I told, I brought on a new client today and I said, none of this is new. I said, do you want to do it fast or do you want to do it right? Do you want to do it in a way that sticks around and feels good and becomes your life? Or do you want to just lose 10 pounds in six weeks and then come right back to me in six months because you're, you know what I mean? Like just, yeah. I think that, and like one of this ends up being more, this is going to be our rant episode. Mm-hmm. We have one every month. Like the more people get used to and can accept the fact that what really makes you healthy and fit is boring, monotonous, tedious life stuff that you just have to do consistently for the rest of your life. You can spice it up. Do a, have a goal a couple times a year. Add a new workout plan, learn a new sport, do your rec stuff, like join a basketball team, do all kinds of stuff that's fun and fulfilling and motivational. But the stuff that's really going to move the needle and make you healthy is boring and tedious, and you are not going to be motivated to do it. You have to do it anyway. That's what successful people do. You do it because it's what you're supposed to do, not because you're motivated or because it's sexy or fun. You do it because you're supposed to. The Bye. 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 I mean, that's it.
0: That's it, right? Like, it's a Okay. All
1: right. Do you want to answer? So
0: I just realized I'm wearing a T-shirt that has a truck on it. I actually wanted to ask you about that. Are you like, what is that? I didn't
1: notice you were wearing a shirt with a vehicle on it. It's Post Malone's Sure.
0: So we went to the Post Malone concert and it's the shirt that we got. When
1: did this happen? Did I know you went? I think you. Yeah. A couple weeks ago
0: or something. It was in August.
1: So like. Okay. Yeah. I like Post um, Malone. I just read a big like yeah. GQ article about him that his name was literally from like a rap, meet like a rap name generator on the internet because his last name's Post, right? And he like put his name into like a, a rap name generator, and it just said Post Malone. He's like, okay, and now that's like his, I not we should do that. that. We should we should get our rap names. Let's oh do my it. God, yeah, let's do it. Okay, we're doing that. Keep you posted. Right. Do you want to? We're kind of at the time that we said for this episode. Do you want to talk yeah. about the firefighter one, or do you want to throw that in um, another episode?
0: Let's do it in the next one. Okay, good. We've we've expended enough energy.
1: Weird... With my eyes,
0: <laughs> hey hey, we're winking also, I just in case. Looked over at Lilo, and <laughs> I wish you could see. Like maybe I can do this real quick.
1: Like you guys really should be watching you can... on YouTube. Is the point
0: with she's laying down?
1: God, and this this girl chills container so of hard. Connish
0: cheese. That I gave her, like, I let her lick the rest of the cottage cheese container and, when I'm finished And she's with just it. passed out now? And she's just knocked out with the cottage cheese container. Like I love that it? for her.
1: Yep. I love it for you, Lilo. You're right, living your best life, as always. Oh, no.
0: Now I'm
1: all messed up. Oh, cool. Well, oh, and she's gone. Oh, and she's back. <laughs> Whenever you go, we talk about you. Maybe we should uh, end this episode. <clears throat> yeah, so I think we're done. We're done. Right. Before we're I start done. gossiping about cool. you while you're turned off. Okay. Thanks everybody for listening as usual. Um, this was a fun one for us. We got to really vent and it was cathartic. I think for both of us, if you have any questions, feedback, topic ideas, anything you want us to address on the podcast, you know, where to go email us at muscle science for women, the number four at gmail.com. We read your emails, uh, do it and that's it. it you know um go for a walk eat protein don't do stupid shit have a good day don't be insane goodbye
0: bye